0: Talk with Grace Redman features conversations with fierce and fabulous people from Grace's community and circle who inspire others with their stories of overcoming challenges to create amazing. Grace is an entrepreneur and success coach who works with individuals to diminish their negative mental chatter, boost their confidence, achieve their goals, and increase their prosperity mindset. Get ready for a series of Anything Goes conversations with remarkable men and women that will get you jazzed for life's unlimited possibilities of success, freedom, and fun. Welcome to Real Talk with Grace Redmond. I'm Grace Redmond, and thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Real Talk, where I get to have real life, raw conversations with incredible people from my circles and communities. Who have overcome challenges and created amazing. Today, my courageous and incredible guest is A- Augie Karamidas. Augie is the host of Personal Development Mastery podcast, and his mission is to influence and inspire his listeners to stand out and take actions towards the next level of their lives. His podcast ranks in the global top 2%, which is so impressive and he has interviewed over 150 influencers some of the most well-known being brian tracy and dr john demartini thank you so much Augie, for being here and i'm so excited to have you join me today
1: Grace, I'm delighted to be here. Thank you very much. I'm very much looking forward to our conversation.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much. I'm so excited to have you because your story, Augie, just when we connected and, you know, um, you shared with me, it's really courageous and inspiring. And you did something that so many of us um, dream about, but just never do. So if you can kind of tell us a little bit about your story and, um, taking that leap of faith.
1: Yes. So I, I take it, you mean my, when I moved from Greece, which is my home country to, to the UK, because there have been other transitions or leaps of faith, but that's uh, certainly the one that stands out to most people. Uh, so, I will give a a very brief version of what was going on. I was around uh, in my early 30s. uh, I was living in my hometown in in Greece. And on the outside, my life seemed to be everything that one would like to have. So I had uh, my dental practice. I'm a dentist by profession. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, my family to support me, friends. I was engaged to be married. But something didn't feel right. I felt very empty inside, and that uh, I couldn't figure out what it was, but eventually I really decided, and uh, you'll probably ask me more about that in a moment, but uh, the short version is that I decided to follow my intuition or a calling that uh, I was feeling um, to move to the UK. It was England was uh, some kind of a dream that I had since I was a teenager. I couldn't explain why it was. Mm. And eventually, after a long uh, deliberation and having to go through, you know, fears or other uh, things in my head, I took the big decision and uh, I went with a one-way ticket uh, in one flight uh, back in 2010 and came on my own to the UK to start a new life and... uh, it was uh, one of those uh, things that really opened up a completely different life for me. And uh, yeah, reaching us to this moment where I'm having this conversation with you, which is uh, amazing. And I will take a little pause here.
0: <laughs> it's, it's so amazing. And I'm, I'm going to take you back. Um, and that was in 2010 when you made yeah. that decision. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you used so many words, like the calling. Um, You just had this emptiness, this feeling. And, you know, as a coach and connecting with so many people, I've heard that before, and I've felt it before. What's incredible to me is that, you, like you said, you had this incredible life, and you had everything that we all, you know, dream of, a a great career, a fiancé, about to get married, family, and you still made that decision to leave that behind I mean, the fear i can't imagine the fear that you're feeling what inspired you to kind of push through that fear to do something so courageous to come to another country on your own and leave everything behind like how did you overcome that fear
1: it's a great question and there were, uh, i think there were two aspects on that the first was the situation i was in you know i was i really was not feeling good in here there was a, a discontent a, an emptiness inside that i really couldn't understand and that was leading me to drinking a lot i was smoking it was really a a pathway towards uh, really bad things happening and so that as a um, An uncomfortable present situation which was going on and on was one of the elements, shall we say, that allowed me to deal with the fear because I really didn't like where I was. I I needed to do something, I wanted to do something about it. The other one, so the other one was. Trust. It was that feeling, you know, every time I would think about another life in England, that calling, uh, and you know, it's not easy to explain in words, but I'm sure that you can relate, and
0: Absolutely. some people
1: who listen will relate for sure.
0: Absolutely.
1: It was um, whenever I would think about uh, moving and changing my life, I would feel. Joy. I would feel something happy inside of me, like you know, bubbling up and ending up with a big smile on my face, daydreaming. And the more this was happening, it it felt like you know, there is something throwing me there. You know, I will take the plants. What's the worst thing that might happen if, if everything goes wrong? I can always come back. So yeah. these were, you know, some of the elements that uh, I thought. And funnily enough, now that I said this that uh, about coming back, um, I never, not once, had that thought from the day I moved uh, to, to the UK, from the day of the flight. There was not a single day that I thought uh, oh, I could go back. It okay. was... A new life, a new, I remember the song, it's a new dawn, a new day, a new life yes. for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, things started happening, synchronicities, good things. I'm not saying there were not big challenges moving on my own to a different country. There were, but there were also uh, amazing support from uh, which I would have never expected or known uh, before. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I just got the chills because the feeling you talk about like that calling, that guidance, and you're right. It's not something that can be explained. However, I know you understand. And those who are watching, I'm sure understand. It's like that intuition that's just pulling you. Like you don't know why you're being pulled. And also what I, you know, What resonated for me was, like you said, you had this great life all on the outside, but internally you felt like something was missing and you were masking it through the drinking and smoking, which I can relate to. I've been in periods of my life where I've done that. And this speaks to, um, it's not what's outside of us that brings us joy. It's what's within us. And you were guided to follow that intuition, which most of us stay stuck um you know we we stay stuck in the fear but you took that plunge and each way you seems like you were guided and the synchronicity showed up not that there weren't challenges like you said but what was one of your greatest challenges at that time where now you see that it wasn't a challenge it was an opportunity
1: the challenge when I moved you mean when I started the The, whatever
0: you want to share
1: I think the the challenge that comes to mind when you share that, actually I will share two if you want. The one that first came to mind was when I moved, I I was completely on my own. There was no one there that I knew like a friend or a family member. I mean, I had found, uh, I had recruited to a, a dental position as an associate somewhere. So I did have colleagues, but it was... I
0: lost you
1: was not the same, really mine that much. I knew that all the other factors were stacking up and it was a matter of time. Um, Yeah. And maybe a a challenge in the past, uh, we we discussed about it. It was mostly the the fears of doing the big change, which, uh, yeah, we discussed about how I, the main ways I overcame them. So, in terms of challenges, you know, there were so many times, uh, but there were equally many times that they were beautiful and I could see that I was doing some things that I would never dream of doing while I was living my life in Greece. It, it took time, it happened little by little, but uh, I had opportunities that I wasn't able to. And in the end, because it's really... It was my dream, it was my calling, what I um, did, and I think it's important to uh, to share that and, uh, you know, emphasize that, that's the word I was looking for, um, that... <laughs> Actually, I kind of lost a little bit the drift of where I was going. So yeah, it will come back to me. But uh, (laughs) there were many challenges and uh, equal uh, opportunities for growth, and uh, it's been a wonderful journey since uh, you know it all started, and it's still going on.
0: Yeah, and it it will continue. And one of One thing I, I wanted to ask you was when you made that decision to leave, I'm sure there was a lot of resistance from, you know, your family, the people in the community, your fiance. And how did you overcome that resistance from them? Because sometimes, you know, we worry so much about what other people say. How did you overcome that?
1: I was b- very lucky and blessed to have my family supporting me because they could see my desire. Mm-hmm. Uh, my fiancé was really not, it was on the opposite side because she, oh. she wanted to stay in Greece. So uh, I think to answer your question, I overcame them in exactly how I was sharing earlier. First, I had the, the push that I can't, keep doing this living this life much longer and on the other hand i had this um, faith this belief that whatever was on the other side was the right thing uh, for me
0: so with you saying that that reminds me of a saying it's like you get so uncomfortable with being uncomfortable that you get pushed out of that zone Mm -hmm. can you is that Can you say that's how you felt like you're just so uncomfortably being uncomfortable. You couldn't live like that anymore. So it didn't matter what was going on around you.
1: It's interesting because I never thought how these two factors, what was, which one was the more of the two. Mm -hmm. I think more than the uncomfortableness was the inspiration of what was uh, calling me. Uh, And You know, I realized that the moment I started thinking about it more and more, it was then because I was reading at that time a little bit of personal development. So I had a little idea at that time, but I could see that the next day when I started announcing it, I had a patient that had lived in England for a year. So immediately he started giving me feedback and then... I was very lucky to find a job uh, while I was still in Greece uh, via a recruitment company that came to Athens uh, looking for dentists. So I could see that these were, um, you know, one after the other were happening. So, you know, when you have these little um, reassurances, it's easier to... uh, Know, cope with the fear, the discomfort, the the sadness uh, of you know, leaving people that you love behind and eventually breaking up. Uh, But it was, uh, yeah, that was the the path, Grace. Uh, And you're bringing me back now, and I will share that (sighs) because I haven't talked about this particular part of my story for quite a while, actually. So, thank you for bringing me back there to share.
0: <laughs> you're so welcome. I, I it's it feels magical to me because also as you're sharing, it's it's reminding me that if you want to use the word universe, God always has our back. And when we have a desire, we put it out, those uh the steps, the information, the people, the possibilities start lining up for us. And I think sometimes we forget that. So thank you so much for that magical reminder um, today that when we put it out there and you also use the word faith when we have faith, it's, it's, it's an incredible, um, I mean, I do, I, I believe that when we have faith and believe that those things will line up because like you said, you had a dream. So mm-hmm. I don't, I believe that God plants the dream for the reason for a reason. It's not there just coincidentally. So sure. what was your dream? You you talked about a dream as a young kid, you wanted to come to England. What was the dream?
1: That's the that's the most uh, probably the most interesting thing because I didn't know what it was no, the really. dream, it was it was very vague. I knew uh, that as a teenager I was very fascinated by anything English, like the the pop music of the eighties, which I grew up with, or you know when I was seeing the cars drive on the other side of the street, all this <laughs> I, I found it for some reason intriguing and uh, always was drawn to it, but I had no idea what was the dream about what would happen Uh, i mean it took me many years to start seeing what was happening that it was a journey Uh, and still if you ask me now i can't i have an idea of course but i won't be able to tell you that i know exactly (laughs) what's going to lie ahead i know the the path looking behind me where i am and the direction that i want uh, to go but i keep uh, trusting the process, the journey, the journey of life, I mean, and following what feels right uh, for me. Trust,
0: trusting and feeling what feels right. That's being in alignment, Mm. being in alignment. One thing, again, like you're so inspiring of something else that we spoke about was um, you're, you know, you, identify yourself as an introvert yet here you are interviewing over 150 influencers and and having a podcast that is in the top 2% um globally so tell me a little bit about that like being shy and an introvert yet here you are with one of the top podcasts like tell, like speak to me about that
1: <laughs> yes of course that was actually one of the uh, one other a transition, milestone moment in my journey that stands out when I went from introvert and, you know, very reserved in social situations, very shy. I will not speak uh, to someone that I didn't know. Uh, I was like that all my life. And um, <laughs> I remember once it's... it's uh, uh, I was at a networking event the first time I went. Someone dragged me to go to a networking event. I really didn't want to go, but at some point when there was a break and people were meant to network, you know, I didn't know anyone in the room, so I, picked, I took out my phone and I was pretending that I was speaking on my phone to avoid. I felt really terrible. I didn't want to speak to to people, and <laughs> yes, and that changed very very quickly uh, when I went to a Tony Robbins event mm. and I had a big uh, shift there uh, that this was not it was a limiting belief and anyway I, <laughs> it's a, again a, a big topic but to make it very short after that uh, event I realized that I had a limiting belief at the back of my mind and I didn't even know it was a limiting belief I thought it was Who I was, my character. But it wasn't. It was a voice playing like a tape at the back of my head that people are not interested in what you have to say, Aggie.
0: The limiting belief.
1: So, yeah, that was the limiting belief. And every time having that voice that people are not interested, what do I have to say that they won't be interested? So, that was the reason why. When I realized that, uh, it I started changing very quickly. Uh, so after, I think, six months from then, I started doing uh, public speaking. Wow. And a and year afterwards, I started my first podcast. So uh, yes, I wouldn't consider myself to be that. Uh, <laughs> I changed very much uh, after a while. Again, it was a journey. It didn't happen overnight. But the trigger was that uh, day at that event with Tony Robbins.
0: It's a process. You, I'm going to tell you something that is crazy. Before I got on the podcast with you today, um, yes. I always inspire myself to listen to something or, you know, meditate or pray. And mm-hmm. today, before mm-hmm. we got on, I was inspired to listen to Tony Robbins. <laughs> and I, I'm like, I'm, well, this is the universe. Like I'm floored right now because that's what, exactly what he shared, what you just shared. Is we can change. It's our belief, and again, like I'm floored right now. So for, for those of you watching, I think this is something that really um, I, I want to highlight. What Augie just said, you know, he, you know, as a he he was an introvert, uncovered this limiting belief, and once he was aware of it, that awareness helped him shift. And it wasn't overnight. Like you said, you took it took six months, and now. You know, you're a podcaster and you speak with strangers, influencers. So that is a testimony that, you know, us as human beings are very resilient and we can absolutely change our patterns through habit
1: yes we can and not only did i head there and have the ability to speak with strangers as you said i really enjoy doing that and uh, i find it fascinating to have these uh, conversations which would terrify me like uh, six years ago for example whatever it was uh, so
0: love yeah. it so those of you watching but watching the replay if there's something that you're afraid of augie is just and, and like I don't even know the word to use. Like is an example of you can do what you set your mind on. We can change mm-hmm. our path. So, what would can you share with us one of your habits that you do commit that you're committed to and consistent with that helped you become the top two percent podcaster globally? Not just in the United. I mean, this is globally. Mm. What's one of your habits that you can share
1: with us habits uh do you mean personal habits or in terms of the podcast habits whatever I you don't... like to
0: share i mean what's helped you yes. be successful?
1: in terms of uh, i will tell you two things grace in terms of the actual the two percent uh, global i think the reason more than i will tell you about habits but the reason behind that is that I'm very passionate about it. I love it so much. So yeah. uh, I was never aiming for that. But mm-hmm. now, of course, I am aiming for even higher than that. But it's because it comes out of uh, passion. Um, in terms of habits, and that's a, it's a big topic. But uh, I do have a, a specific morning routine mm-hmm. which I follow every single day, uh, at least some elements of it not necessarily the, f- the whole thing that might take an hour but some elements of it every single day no matter what and things like journaling or meditation or uh, affirmations or so some things I, I do all the time and have done for years mm-hmm. uh, and years that is uh, yeah as a habit I, I do have a morning routine uh, it makes a big difference
0: And thank you so much for sharing that. And with all the work I've done and my own self-development, I mean, I've had a morning routine for many years as well. And I mean, many years ago, um, reading about success and self-development, I don't know the percentage, but the majority, if not all of successful um, individuals have some type of morning routine consistently. Mm that they're consistent and committed with and like you said um what you said reminded me of the miracle morning like you said you don't take an hour but you take different elements of um the miracle morning it sounds like mm-hmm. the gratitude journaling i think um meditation moving your body so like you said it could be any of those elements whatever you choose but as long mm-hmm. as you're committed and consistent to it and here you are today just constantly kick an ass. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs)
1: Uh, Routines build up and uh, small things build momentum and momentum over time builds compounds and leads to exponential results. But you just have to do the little things Mm -hmm. day in, day out and give time.
0: And I appreciate that you mentioned that um, again, because as uh, you know, as I've been um, expanding and growing myself, I've realized that it, it's not these big things; it's the small things that we do each and every day that compound um, and create the great successes. It's not just mm-hmm. you know you know we don't jump from here to here. It's all those little decisions that we make every day. Mm -hmm. And with that being said, you know, not every day is perfect. We're still humans. We have a wide range of emotions and we're going to experience those days where we feel discouraged or those moments where we go through those dark nights of the soul. And I do believe those help expand us and grow us. Um, how do you move yourself out of the, those days where you're feeling discouraged or not feeling in such a high, you know, vibration or a high frequency? How do you move yourself out of that?
1: This is a non. Uh, thank you for the que- the question. It is an um, ongoing mm-hmm. battle. Uh, I haven't still found a method which is so simple that I can just. Snap my fingers and get out of this. Uh, you call, you use the phrase dark night of the soul, or dark, it could be a dark morning of the yeah. soul. Or, an hour. Uh, <laughs> an hour. So uh, there are things that, um, one thing that certainly will change that once I realized, I think the first thing is to realize that I am on that. Uh, negative inner uh, loop and the sooner i realize it the earlier the easier it is to Mm -hmm. to deal with it because sometimes you tend to go into a a spiral down a negative one Mm -hmm. and before you know it it's Mm -hmm. so the earlier i realize it the easier it is Uh, taking a break is one good thing to (laughs) do A break of what i'm doing going back to my routines the foundation some elements of it Especially physical exercise. Even if it's jumping up and down on my rebounder for uh, one minute, it helps. It changes uh, things. Or if I can go out and have a walk, take a break. uh, It doesn't always happen in the way that I would like to. And I'm very honest here. I can't say that you know what I figured out how to deal with every.
0: uh, We're human. (laughs) Yes. We're human, and it's common. uh, perfection. It's,
1: there is progress happening, yes. So I'm better off catching myself when I go down the spiral than uh, earlier on. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's, it goes it speaks to awareness. Like awareness is key. Like once we're aware and just, just catching that thought, like you said, it's helpful. And um, also myself, I find myself when I go, when I have those days or those moments, I've also recognized that I don't stay in it as long, it's not as intense, I'm aware of it, but the habits, those morning rituals really help move me out of it a little bit faster than, you know, back in the day when I was just like, go, 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 who has time for meditation, who has time for being out in nature? Um, What I didn't realize is those things help us stay grounded and make us actually more successful and more productive, but, you know, I wasn't ready to hear that back then.
1: To add, if I can add to what you just Perfect. said, the if someone, if anyone says I don't have time to do meditation or I don't have time to do generally, then you definitely need to do it. Right, <laughs>
0: right. right. Yeah. Right. I think I've shared this story before because I feel so foolish. Um, you know, when I started um as an entrepreneur twenty three years ago, I always had business coaches, and mm-hmm. one of my coach, my first coach, he said to me what I recommend that you do, because I was just spinning and I have so much going on, was take 20 minutes a day to meditate. <laughs> and I hung up the phone and I thought, this guy is out of his mind, out of his mind. Like I'm really gonna take 20 minutes to sit and do nothing. Um, but I think we, you know, we don't take, once we're ready, when, what is it when the student is ready, the teacher arrives? So I wasn't ready mm-hmm. um, at that mm-hmm. moment. You know, and I, I wish I was, but then I wouldn't have learned everything I did, you know, um, over the over the years. So I could relate.
1: One hundred percent. Yes, I know what you mean exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and like it's a journey. It's a journey. Um, and and I, you know, let me know how does this. I feel like we're always in the right place at the right time. Like we're we're exactly where we need to be.
1: I agree. I don't think there is any other way. Every time I I remember, I read something years ago and it made a big impact on me. That said, that every person at every given moment they're doing the best they can with yeah. the the mindset and the information that they have. No one is doing less than their best. But the the thing is to change what we consider to be best by uh, inputting new information or new changing up upgrading our uh, mindset or doing it's not just about the mindset of course it's other things as well spiritual development all those things
0: all connected Uh,
1: but yeah we need to to do the work do the work
0: do the work yes Mm -hmm. do the work and it's not easy to do the work and the work i'm assuming you're um referring to the healing
1: in their work yes.
0: and thank you so much for the reminder that we are all doing the best we can from the place we are based on the information and experiences we have at that
1: time mm-hmm.
0: and the resources mm-hmm. and tools that we have at that time and sometimes I forget that because I I get frustrated with you know the people around me especially especially my loved ones. When I see the potential in them, however, they can't see it. So I have to remind myself that they are responding from their from the knowledge they have at that time. They're doing the best they can. So thank (laughs) you.
1: You're welcome. And you remind me that uh, phrase that you can't teach anyone anything. All you can do is help them to discover it within themselves. Yes. So it's not you doing it. They. Uncover it somehow inside them.
0: Mm-hmm. We guide them when they
1: when they're ready. If they're not Don't ready, you can try as much as you want. You want they won't accept it.
0: No, and I learned <laughs> that the very very hard way, Augy, the very hard way. So yeah, I know these days that podcasting is incredible. You know, I started my own podcast. It's going to be actually coming up on a year, so maybe we have an anniversary.
1: Congratulations! Show. <laughs> Thank
0: you. So if someone's watching, I mean. What can you tell you know someone who's watching who's interested in creating a podcast, what can you share? What's one thing they can do to start moving towards that dream of becoming um, a podcaster?
1: I say the most important or the starting question you need to answer yourself if you want to have a podcast is why. Mm-hmm. Clarify your why in detail and go down to, levels of why don't get just a superficial why because you know i would like being behind the microphone or i would like to make more impact these are very superficial reasons really dig deep and devote some time uh, and think about that write down you should write you know a few paragraphs really of why you want to have a podcast uh, because that will That for me is the first step and when I work with people, I will really uh, insist on them giving that information very clearly because it really helps in everything else when you know why you're doing it. Of course, that's for everything, not just for podcasts, but uh, yeah, in this particular case, why do you want to have a podcast is the first thing. And if I add quickly a second one, who are you doing it for? Mm. Who is the person that you want to listen to it?
0: So, so in, the, in the who, the who being your audience?
1: Yes. Okay. Yes. What we say, the, the ideal audience. But, you know, these are just uh, initially anyway, there are things that just give you the opportunity to, to think. It's not like you will have your ideal audience next uh, or in front of you, but it's, it's good to have Picture that in your mind. Know who is it, or the idea, the, the avatar, as we say, and then uh, address uh, the avatar. Yes, yeah.
0: and the why. You're right. It's it's the why. You gain clarity, and what I've learned in the past from doing um, uh, how do you say it, the breaking down like why? Okay, and then why? I think you do seven seven times.
1: Seven layers. To yes,
0: the, to get to the core of it, which, like you mentioned, typically it's something that is more intrinsic and spiritual once we get down to it.
1: Yes. Yes. That's, that's for me, it was contribution at the, the very, very bottom of it. It was contribution.
0: Yeah. And and, and for me, it was connection. Hmm. I love connecting and, and feeling um, connected and, and having meaningful deep. That's what fills me. It's the connection the yes. conversations. It's shows. I Thank you. And I, I can't believe that it's, it's the time has flown by so fast. I could stay here with you for another hour because I am enjoying our conversation so much. And what I would love if you can kind of tell us a little bit about what you do and how our audience can find you if they're interested in starting their own podcast and how you can support them in that.
1: Sure, thank you very much. Uh, Well, I will say, first of all, my podcast is Personal Development Mastery, so you can find it uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm sure that Grace will also link it somewhere. Uh, As for what I do, what I'm really passionate about now, having realized how much being a podcaster transformed me and changed me in so many ways, uh, what I do is facilitate that for others because i've done uh, with my podcast i started doing everything myself Uh, so it took very steep learning curves it took a lot of time to you know figure everything out i wanted to do that and i don't regret doing that but it was a tremendous amount of uh, time invested to learn things how to do things so i know that this is off-putting for many people to Uh, start and have their podcast. The the amount of time it gets to learn how to do it, basically. And when I say do it, I don't mean just recording something on your phone and putting it out there. I mean doing uh, something that is professional, that is quality. Like what you are doing, what I'm doing. So, uh, I facilitate that for, I work with coaches who are ready to take that uh, step and want to have uh, their own podcast. And uh, I... Take them by the hand and remove all complexity basically and in a very short time we can uh, uh, go from, oh, I I would like to have a podcast, but I don't have any idea of where to start to actually having a a podcast, uh, attracting audience, fulfilling your objectives and all that in a very short uh, amount of time, a few weeks uh, or a couple of months. uh, if someone wants to go that fast, that is, uh, many people prefer to, you know, take a little bit more time, but, uh, yeah, we can do it fast, wow. as fast as that.
0: If Well, it uh, sounds like as long as sure. they're committed and consistent, they can, you know, bring, get it going as fast as they
1: choose. Sure. That's yes. Incredible. Yes.
0: And so if someone's interested, can you let us know how to find you? And I will also add the link. um,
1: Absolutely. The best place, really, the Central Hub is my website, agikeramidas.com. There you can find links both to my uh, podcast. And there is a a button there to press uh, if you want to uh, start your own podcast. I actually offer a a free guide about the seven steps to take to create your podcast, Mm -hmm. which you can uh, download from there.
0: Well, I'm going to be downloading that too. <laughs> uh, it's, it's been amazing. Thank you so much for joining me today. I would love to have you on again because there's so much that we can talk about. I'm so grateful for you and just really inspired you. Um, by your, your courage and your story. And thank you so much for being here. And for those of you that joined us today, Barbara Ross was here, Oscar, um, someone was here. I don't, I couldn't see who you were, so thank you. This is a thank you, Grace and Augie, thank you for joining us. And for those on the replay, thank you so much for watching, listening. I know there are so many other podcasts you can listen to, and I am extremely grateful for you being here today. And if you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share and rate if you choose to. I would really um, appreciate it. And again, thank you so much. Until next time, I wish you an incredible day ahead. And just you guys keep, continue, keep creating fabulous. We can create whatever life we choose. So have a fantastic rest of the day. Always great to be here with you. Take care. Love, thank you so much for listening today. I am so grateful for you. I'd like to show you my appreciation by gifting you a free forgiveness self-hypnosis audio download. Part of living the fun and fabulous life is practicing forgiveness. Forgiveness can be such a long and challenging process. My intention is that this forgiveness audio will help you in practicing forgiveness, especially with yourself. Grab it by visiting daretoachieve.com/forgiveness. For more inspiring tips, make sure to connect with me on social media. Drop me a line on Facebook or Instagram at Grace Redmond Dare to Achieve. Until next time, keep moving forward towards living your fabulous life.